What's up, you guys? It's Maisie. Welcome back to the Making Maisie podcast. I am so proud of myself because I am posting a third episode in a row. I could do a little bit better with consistency because <laughs> I posted one episode then another episode like six days later and then another episode like 10 days later so consistency definitely needs to become a practice but i think i'm doing pretty well since i had a hiatus from creating and i just feel like i need to pat myself on the back you guys might hear in this episode little kitten feet they are wild and very rambunctious at this moment in time. I don't know how to calm them down, so enjoy that if you do hear it. <laughs> There's not much I can do to eliminate that. It'll be kind of nice, you know? It'll be like little visitors in the background as you listen to this week's episode. All right, you guys, with that being said, let's just get right into it. say it. I want to quit my job. (laughs) I'm not going to quit my job just before you, you know, ask, (laughs) but I want to. I do. And I'm joking, but I want to finally begin to pursue a career path that is really built for me and meant for me. I love teaching. It was awesome, but I knew it wasn't for me. It was almost a good match, but it wasn't totally there. So I decided to go into a more business sort of setting, right? And I started to do work in the background check industry, and I just got that more professional feel at this job, and this is where I'm currently at, and I know it's not for me. I enjoy it pretty well. I know it's not for me. (laughs) So what is for me? That's what I've been asking. And really, I've been asking that the whole time I have been away from creating for you guys. And I think I finally have figured it out. I want to pursue what I know I love and what I know I'm good at. And it's honestly doing this. It's reading tarot. It's talking with you guys. And my biggest goal is to, at some point, open up a brick and mortar sort of spiritual mindfulness shop. That's been my dream forever. (laughs) And that's what feels aligned to me. And I finally feel like I can start pursuing it and really start putting out that energy of making it happen. 
ambition, goal setting, all that to make this into a reality for me. Because the truth is, the job I'm at currently is not going to work for me forever. I'm going to get burnt out at some point. It's not a passion for me. It pays my bills right now. And that's about it. That's how I look at it. It's something that I need to do to survive. It's not something that I can see myself doing forever. With that knowledge at the forefront, I have been kind of starting to vocalize to the people I know that I want to create this dream of mine into a reality. And to me, just putting your goals out there is a good thing because it motivates you and it gets you starting to kind of take steps in that direction. And if you do practice manifestation, which I'm sure a lot of you guys who listen to me do, it helps, right? Like putting it out there helps. (laughs) Manifestation is an active process. You put it out there and you take the steps that you're being called to take that will get you to the reality that you want to be in, right? I feel supported by the people that I have talked to, especially my partner. My partner's totally in for it. He's pretty much like, yeah, do it. I don't see you doing what you're doing either forever. It's clearly not for you. (laughs) You don't have a passion for it. I have a drive to do it. You know, I am a hard worker. I will do the work that I have been hired and I'm paid to do but I don't have a passion for it. So that's where I'm at. But it's kind of been a struggle too. I've come up uh, against a couple emotional roadblocks. One of them is that I want to create a mindful business, but I don't want to create a dogmatic one. And something that I've seen happen as the spiritual mindfulness community and I don't know like ideas have been brought into the forefront where everyone's kind of dabbling and playing with them it's become oversaturated you know with some negative aspects (laughs) and I wouldn't want to bring that into people's lives what are these negative aspects you may be asking well things I have noticed is spirituality can be very dogmatic like a lot of religions right Uh, because a lot of people are starting to take part in spirituality and the connection with themselves which is awesome by the way just a huge disclaimer before i get into anything else i'm gonna say it is awesome that people want to explore the connection that they have with themselves and their mindfulness for their own growth to be the strongest person, the most capable person that they can be in both the good and the difficult times within their life, right? That to me is what spirituality and mindfulness is. The problem is, is it's becoming oversaturated with a lot of the woo-woo, right? The dogmatic woo-woo shit. (laughs) And what I mean by that is it's becoming unhealthy for a lot of people. It's becoming something that people who are lost are depending on, but in a way that only continues to validate their insecurities, 
their wounding, their trauma, all of that stuff. Spirituality, mindfulness, law of attraction, it's beginning to become a way in which people can use it as an excuse to not grow, to not be the best person they can be, to keep them where they're at, to keep them stuck in the same mindsets that they're in. It's becoming, unfortunately, a thing that I think people are using to prey on other people by buy my service I can help you I can save you if you do this you're gonna get this you can create this life if you buy this product you know all of that is not it <laughs> it's not it but it's a thing that's happening it's a thing that happens when anything transformative comes into the forefront of society and people's lives. Why is this such a roadblock for me? I think it's because I don't want to come off that way. I don't want to come off as a crazy, manipulative person <laughs> because I'm not. Everything that I have learned in spirituality, learning the connection with myself, have been things that have built me up and have made me into a person who I wanted to be when I wasn't who I am today. And I have a lot to learn still. Like to me, the human experience is always changing. There's going to always be hardships. There's going to always be things that are easy. But the connection to yourself is something that you can always work on and you can always build and you can continue to add tools to your tool belt, honestly, your mental emotional tool belt <laughs> to help you get through the good times and the rough times. That to me is what spirituality is. It's not a fix all. It's just meant to be something that helps propel you in a positive direction. And that's what I would want my businesses to be focused on. That's what I would want my services to be focused on. I'm trying to feel into how I could present that in a business, in the form of a business. That is proving to be a lot more challenging than I initially thought it would be, which is a good thing, you know? There should be critical thinking when you're pursuing a passion anyways, especially one that you would like to make money off of because you want to be ethical, you want to be mindful, and you want to be representing yourself and your company in a really true and honestly loving way, <laughs> which might sound super cheesy, but that's the truth, or that's at least the truth to me. Because I have had all of these questions on how to pursue this career path and how to bring this dream into a reality, I had to consult my best friend, the tarot. <laughs> and I decided to go for a deck that might be a surprising choice, but it was the Modern Witch Tarot deck by Lisa Sterling. And if I'm missing, mispronouncing the name, I do apologize. I will have it linked in the description box if you guys want to check it out. I felt like this deck was the companion that I needed right now to help bring to my attention what I need to know. And I felt that way because this deck feels very entrepreneurial 
it feels very creative and it is contemporary and to me when you have a goal and ambition especially when it comes to career path and creating a passion into a business or whatever you want that more modern contemporary in the moment energy because you're trying to bring that goal into the moment you're trying not to see it as a far out into the future thing that seems unreachable at the moment you want it in the now <laughs> you want to be thinking about it in the sense that you're creating it right like you might not have it tomorrow but at some point it's gonna be there that's why i chose this deck i feel like this deck has a lot of that really good energy i began to meditate with the deck as i usually do and just relax and the question that i asked it while i was shuffling was who do i need to be to make this happen who do i need to be what are the aspects i need to be tapping into within me that can make this become a reality at some point <laughs> and i was so happy because the tarot visitor that i had came in the form of a court card and it was the queen of swords i love the queen of swords i think a lot of readers do not read her in the right way <laughs> she is often really presented as cold and calculating she can be manipulative bitter yeah like you could say the queen of swords is like that i think more so in her reversed or blocked state but to me the queen of swords is the architect of her reality she's astute she is ambitious she's goal oriented and yes she has a vision and she might be calculated but it's all to benefit her dreams, her goals, her, her pursuits in a positive way. It's never to be hurtful or bitter or conniving, right? So I was so happy that the Queen of Swords gave me a visit because she tells me that you just need to go for it. You need to create it but you need to stick by that truth that you want to hold within the business you know that you want to create which is that you do want to be honest you do want to bring a product to people that you're proud of that you know will help them and not hinder them and sometimes that means being a little more calculated in your approach on things sometimes it means being firm to me, the Queen of Swords is very firm in herself, in her knowing. She can come across as sometimes a little bit stubborn or closed-minded. She knows she's right, <laughs> you know? So she's going to present herself in that way, in a very firm way. She's not meant to be flexible, and that doesn't have to be a negative thing. She told me that. You know, it's also a swords card. So it tells me too that it's gonna be challenging at first. This is gonna be energy that may not be the easiest for me to embody at first. Cause it is kind of foreign. I do feel like I am very confident 
in what I know, but I don't always feel confident coming out and expressing it. Sometimes I can shy away from that just because I'd rather be more of a neutral force than a force that causes controversy. <laughs> and the Queen of Swords can cause controversy, but it's usually all in good taste. So I was so happy that the Queen of Swords came to visit me. And in this card from this deck, she's totally fabulous. <laughs> like she's sitting on her rock throne with the butterfly engraved onto it and a bird's engraved onto it. She's got these amazing boots. They're strappy and they're white and I love them. And she just feels so airy but so stern and she's holding her hand out. It looks like you can't see what she sees in front of her, but it looks like she's holding her hand out in a way that says, come to me, I'll face you head on. I'm not afraid of you because I have a strong conviction in what I know is to be true <laughs> and what I know is to be right. And I love the Queen of Swords for that. She is awesome. That was what I pulled and it made me feel more confident moving forward because it made me just feel like, okay, I got this. I just got to remain true to what I want and I can't be afraid to ruffle some feathers because I think part of what I want to create is debunking some of the woo-woo of spirituality, of mindfulness. It's not all beliefs and dogmatic. <laughs> you don't have to believe in things like twin flames. You don't have to believe in things like tarot to be spiritual. You don't have to believe in a higher power to be spiritual or mindful. You just need to hold true that you have a strong connection with yourself you have a strong connection to the life that you live. You have a strong connection to the people around you, to the greater unknowns of the world. <laughs> you have a strong connection to that. You don't have to put it in a box. You don't have to put a label on it. You just have to learn how to correspond and correlate and live with that knowing. That's it. That's what spirituality is to me. It doesn't have any titles. It doesn't have any firm definitions. And I think that that is what causes some controversy. That's what I'm looking to do with my business, I guess. That's it, you guys. That's this episode. I hope that you enjoyed as always. Make sure to follow me at making underscore Maisie on Instagram. Make sure to follow me at making Maisie on YouTube. I am on pretty much most major podcasting platforms. It's at the Making Maisie podcast. So make sure that you follow me on Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm pretty sure I should be there at this point. Um, yeah, and if you want to work with me, if you'd like to get a reading with me or healing, you can head over to my BeTheLightAcademy.com page. I haven't been able to work on my business website yet, but just know you guys, services will be changing soon here within the next month, uh, and they might be a little bit radical. <laughs> so if you are a existing 
a client of mine, someone who comes to me, just know that things might be a little bit different. So make sure that you are checking out the Be The Light Academy website for more information on that. All right, you guys, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.